0: What could you truly become capable of if you were living in greater resonance and synchronicity with your essence, if you were able to be aligning with your divine every day and creating from that energy? Are you ready to explore and activate that? Let's get started aligning divine. Now, here's your host, soul and body coach, Keisha Clark. (laughs) That's me. That's me. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good
1: evening, wherever you are on this great, big, amazing, happy Earth Day planet. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Aligning Divine. I am Keisha Clark and oh my goodness, I am i 'm a little giddy today, um of course, if, for anybody who knows me when am i i 'm very rarely not giddy and however, <laughs> I started today a few hours ago, which is pretty flippin' early for me. I will just uh, share that with you um, <laughs> and it started with such a beautiful experience, and i 'm just like it kind of set the vibe for my day, so i 'm just kind of dancing from one thing to the next, having a great time and how does it get even more awesome? <laughs> show me universe, show us. And so now we're here after an amazing, uh, start to our live show day because Wednesdays is a live show day here on the Inspired Choices Network. Uh, so if you joined us earlier today, you got to hear Dr. Helen Gitlovich and you just got to hear my dear friend and sister goddess, Rhonda Byrne. And now the baton passes to me and I'm so Freaking honored to be in this company to be in such amazingly potent and magical company and that is another thing that just like gets me all bubbly and giggly and giddy (laughs) so (laughs) I have lots of cool people I get to play with and, and work with and oh boy it makes my life so amazing so I'm so grateful and I'm so grateful if you've stopped here for a little bit to play with me, to play with us, play with this show, today's conversation in particular. Um, Today's conversation is actually part of our Resolve to Evolve series. And rather than having a guest for this particular episode or installment of the series, um, what popped to to be played with today was uh, a topic that I'm going to play with solo today, although I'm playing with all of you around the world, you're here with me, but I just don't have a guest today. So, you know, (laughs) at least not any guests that are in bodies, I could say it that way, because there's a whole lot of beings hanging out to play, as is always the case in my world. So uh, what what is asking to be revealed? And we have all these really beautiful energies with the new moon, with uh, Earth Day, with you know uh, so many of us having our interesting adventures with the global uh, COVID-19 experience. And wow, there's just a lot that we can pick play with, so uh, today we 're actually going to play with a different i don 't know if it 's a different kind of topic it's you probably hear these words all the time I just have uh, I want to play with a different perspective or some different perspectives on them um, so before I do that, I just want to make sure I thank you as I said if it 's your first time finding us. So grateful you landed here for however long you are going to play. And um, so grateful that people are finding us on many, many platforms because Inspired Choices Network is our home platform. And if you did not know this, you can actually stream us live on iHeartRadio and Spotify and Spreaker and um, Apple Podcasts and, oh my gosh, I think we're even on Amazon. I think we're in the podcast on it. We're on over 50 platforms. We stream live to over 50 platforms. So if one of them is the more ease for you to have on your device and enjoy us through, then have at it, my friends. And if you want to come play with us here on the you can actually come into the chat room during our live shows and play with us live and all you got to do is click on the word chat room at the blue it's in the blue bar near the top of the screen and you just put whatever name in that you want to be your username and you log in and come play with us you can ask questions that way you can offer feedback. You can be a part of the live conversation. And normally, there's more than one conversation going on because, you know, it's a multi-universe. We have multiple applications. We can multitask. Um, And if it's not your first time, if you're actually coming back to play more, oh my gosh, thank you also and so much. And in whatever case, I sincerely desire that you know that I am so grateful you are a part of these conversations and you are a valuable part of these conversations because without you, these conversations would be essentially me like talking out loud to myself, which I don't have a problem doing, but it's much more fun to get to play with you guys, (laughs) relatively speaking. So thank you. However, whenever, and wherever you're finding us and playing with us, thank you. And um, gosh, we have a lot here to choose from. So if my particular way of playing doesn't really blow your hair back, you can click on that keyword search on the website and you can find topics for just about every single possible thing that there is in the universe and see what comes up and waves at you and play with that. So uh, it is definitely something that could be a fabulous resource for you, um, for a lot of us during our interesting adventures uh, that we're having. So, all right, and we're going to dive right on in because I am excited to play with this. So... Today's topic: Dominion, dominance, and evolution. You knew we were going to get that word in there, right? <laughs> so we do have a lot to celebrate today, Earth Day 2020. Another installment of Resolve to Evolve series. In addition to a lot of really awesome adventures and creations that are going on around the entire world, and there's also some not so fun things that that some of us are having come up and pop up and and be a part of our experience and. Um i wonder I wonder what we 're what we can actually notice now that would empower us to see the way through and see the way beyond and that is a part of today 's conversation, so, as we are exploring the ideas and the effects of dominion and dominance and how that plays into our journey of evolution as well as the evolution of our planet earth playground. It is such a privilege to get to be here, but I'll save that for the conversation. So maybe it is time to play with some different perspectives of these energies in order to create something totally different and very most possibly way more fun for us to play with. So if you want to dive into that with me, just kind of play in whatever way it works for you today. Um, And let's start with this word which I've always loved this word dominion Um, like there's always been something about it that I don't know I I don't even have a word for it but it's like I love the word dominion and I'm very aware that um, that word gets tossed around quite a bit as a sort of a people can people I hear people say it in a way that's excusing them for being assholes. Isn't that funny? That just came out of my mouth. That just like popped out of my mouth. But that's really the word. That's the energy. Um, <laughs> so I'll just go with it. <laughs> so uh, how are you playing with the word dominion? And what is dominion to you? Some some people interpret that as uh, like a blank card, you know, a, a card blanche to, um, to uh, essentially misuse or mistreat something or someone. And typically, uh, we see that word applied with regard to our planet Earth playground. Um, And I thought it was kind of fascinating. So of course, if you don't know anything about me, something you'll find out very quickly is I love to play with the energy of words. It's part of what I get to do in this world. And I have so much fun doing that. Um, There's a whole lot there. There's a lot of juice we can get into. And one of my favorite references is the online etymology dictionary. And so, of course, I head over there and I look up the word dominion. And it's kind of interesting what really everything having to do with this word. Um, it comes from an ownership perspective. Uh so around the mid fifteenth century is when this is said to have come kind of into into use. Um, and specifically it, it refers to lordship in the way that it was being used. It refers to lordship, sovereign or supreme authority, rule or power. Um, so it, it it's kind of an interesting energy there. Um, I know there could be a little bit of a charge for some of us on the word ownership, lordship, uh, supreme power, uh, it also has the, the property and ownership is in the energy of the uh, medieval latin version of that um, it also refers to uh, from the word dominus, which is referring to lord or master and also from domus d-o-m-u-s which actually refers to house now isn't that interesting so just kind of let that stir around in your universe. <laughs> so, um, And you've probably heard of eminent domain, which is something that can be exercised by federal or um, regional authorities with regard to property taking right uh, or control of property. Uh, also says right of uncon- uncontrolled possession, use and disposal. Um, which essentially, if you've ever experienced eminent domain, it means that the government can come in and take your land and they don't really have to offer you money for it, but they can offer you, in many cases, what they offer is the lowest possible uh, selling price. So, it's kind of interesting how that gets utilized and played with in our, in our world, in our experiences. So Dominion is, is kind of, I don't know, it's kind of funny to me, it's like, there's something in that word that is really beautiful and at the same time I have a really like just my organic way that I be with that word with the energy of that word I'm aware that it's really different so for me where what just organically flows for me with the word dominion is that it is a privilege it's it's not an entitlement and where I see it used and applied in many, many ways is as an entitlement and that kind of ties into what I said earlier about it gets, the word is thrown around sort of as an excuse for being an asshole or a jerk <laughs> you'd say if you want to. or being unconscious really is, is what is the energy underneath that being unconscious so what what, if anywhere in your existence, have you uh, applied with the word, with the energy of dominion, of ownership, of lordship, of master, mastery or masterhood? And if you want to just play kind of fast and loose today, we can totally support you and facilitate you in, uh, you could call it clearing that or we could just say changing that. Um, and the way that I play is just open to the entirety of our existence. We don't have to narrow it down to one specific lifetime. We don't have to know what year it was or what century it was because really in the scheme of things, that doesn't make that big of a difference. It's where can we change the energy signature? Where can we shift it? Where can we transmute it and transform it and let it actually um change. Let it actually be more of what it desires to be. So with the word dominion, have you ever played with that word in a way or with that energy in a way that was not kind? Have you ever used it as an excuse to be unkind? Whether that's with property or, you know, another thing that pops into my awareness is as a parent. (laughs) Have you ever just sort of like Claim dominion over your kids <laughs> because you're the parent, so it, it's not up for discussion I mean sometimes I think that has an appropriate application, and then other times, as a kid, do you remember like you were you might have been sincerely curious and you kind of got you know slapped down <laughs> from that energy of dominion that energy of eminent domain um that might not have been the kindest energy to hit your universe, so all of those all of those spaces and times and places and the ways that the energy of dominion uh, you that you weren't able to experience it in what it can truly be for you, in the way it can truly be for you, um, it's possible to change it. it's possible to choose beyond it, and that's what I invite you to start doing. You don't have to dismantle it and take it apart and talk about it for 10 years. You can actually just say, yeah, I I want that to be different. I'm ready to see it. I'm ready to know how it can apply for me in a really generative way, in a way that actually helps me move forward. So let's choose that. Let's keep going. (laughs) I'm laughing because... Some folks in the chat room are uh, having some fun with this conversation too. (laughs) And if you don't want to let that go, if you don't want to know what it could be for you, that is totally within your rights and privilege. (laughs) So, However peeps want to play with this is just so fine and cool with me. And um, as we talk about this whole how this moves into evolution, Oh, that's a big one. Yes. Yes. Just got a comment in the chat room. Thank you, Christine. Uh the the one of the things she heard quite a bit was I brought you into this world and I will take you out. <laughs> and I know that she's probably not the only person who might have heard that or even thought that as a parent because let's just be totally transparent here, you know, we all have those moments. <laughs> doesn't mean we have to act on them. Um, But I'm very aware my mother probably had that on a regular basis with me. (laughs) And, um, you know, how many of us showed up to, to, like, play with a really different way of being in this world and on this planet and and a really different way of functioning. So that is part of where we can apply a different – expression of dominion so if dominion if we could actually play with it as a privilege how does that land in your world I know for me when I got to that I'll call it my awareness when I got to the awareness of that that little there was such a shift that it it was like a really slight adjustment but it created such a gigantic shift in my world and I was able to approach how I looked at the world, how I played in the world, how I thought about the world, how I allowed the world to um, show me possibilities, Um, when I shifted into dominion being a privilege, um, there was so much more reverence that just flowed in my universe. And and actually, it was reverence that I perceived coming from the planet. Not just me being more reverent to the planet, but it was actually something that I, it was like I opened up the, or I really just kind of unblocked <laughs> the ways that the planet could actually contribute to me. And it wasn't too long afterwards uh, at that point that I began to have so much more awareness popping with regard to bodies and the planet. And, or we could say with bodies and earth. Um, And so this dominion piece, if we weren't looking at it through the lens of um, what is most often used, such as uh, uh, the way we hear it referred to, in many cases, is through religious filters. Um, through the filters of some belief structure. And I'm not saying that to make them wrong. Um, I'm just stating a sort of a you know a factual piece here. It's not the only way it's used, but that's the way that I think a lot of us come in contact with that word and with that philosophy is through a story that is typically connected with some belief structure, one of the many belief structures around the world, having to do with a deity, a supreme deity. So... Coming from that point of view, it can be very easy to interpret that it's an entitlement because the way it's usually phrased is some version of this deity put us in charge of fill in the blank. So if we're looking at it that way, how much room does that allow? How much space does that allow for us to actually acknowledge the planet and be open to what the planet could show us? if we're thinking of ourselves as the owner of the planet. Hmm. And not to state the obvious, but uh, in case nobody's noticed, or, you know, I'm sure some of us have, but just in case this hasn't popped in your universe and waved at you, um, we're kind of in the middle of an experience that might just be, I don't know, suggesting the possibility (laughs) that um, we don't actually own the planet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Planet might not see it quite that way, <laughs> so um what else could we begin to play with, and how else could we begin to play with this idea with this energy of dominion? Um, what if we actually shifted it to to really acknowledge that that lordship? part of it, but not from ownership, more from communion. So if we shifted out of the ownership interpretation and we shifted into the partnership interpretation, how many doors could that open? How many doors could that open for for us to become aware of, become more connected with, and become uh, an even greater expression of the possibility that that we actually have to partner with this planet. Even though it is in, you know, we might say it's showing up as various and sundry elements that come together in many different ways to create many different expressions or many different um uh, physical things like you know trees and and flowers and um rocks and water and and the things that we've then created that is a little more in our current times you know we've turned those elements into uh building materials and we've built buildings houses um we've created different land formations. And then there's also the natural land formation. So what could become, or at least begin to become possible if we were willing to shift out of the ownership perspective and into the partnership perspective? When you approach something as, hey, we're in this together, what if we started to say that to the planet? Because, I don't know, for me that would be like a statement of the obvious but i get that for some people that might be a newsflash. <laughs> so um here's the memo we could just say to the planet yeah we are in this together oh and by the way um every resource we could possibly imagine we kind of get that from the planet uh there is that right so just a few just a few little things to play with just a few different points you know for us to ponder if we want to do that and we're gonna go into dominance <laughs> another fun word to play with, uh, in in many different ways. <laughs> so or not. It just depends on how you approach it. Um we're gonna play some we're gonna get into some dominance play. Yes, pun intended. Uh when we come back from the other side of the break. So let's take a breath, play with this whole idea of what is demand for you and and if it was a privilege um what what could you receive that privilege of and as if you were to allow it to be the privilege, and what would that maybe start to inspire you to shift in the way you are relating to um to the planet, to your children, to animals, to anything on the planet? Hmm, Just an invitation. Just an invitation. So take a breath. We're gonna take a break. We are here on the Inspired Choices Network with aligning divine and myself, to Clark, and all of you creating this beautiful conversation. I'm so grateful, and I will see you on the other side of this
0: break. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
2: Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email Host at Network.com.
0: This is a Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now, back to the show. <laughs> Welcome back, my lovelies, and forward
1: to this next segment of Aligning Divine here on the Inspire Choices Network and on whichever streaming platform or podcast platform you're playing with. Thank you for that. Um, we're here today talking about dominion, dominance, and evolution, and it is one of the uh, conversations in our Resolve to Evolve series. Um, <clears throat> so we were playing with dominion and looking at a different way to play with that word, um and we're moving into the word dominance and that is a word <laughs> that has so many really interesting applications and interpretations <laughs> and um you might have uh you might have experienced a couple of them or you might have witnessed experiencing a couple of them um so for for if we go to our online etymology dictionary it simply says rule control authority, ascendancy. Ta-da! <laughs> that's basically what it says. Um, it doesn't really talk about rights. It doesn't really talk about a right way to do it. It doesn't really talk about anything other than, like that's essentially the the energy of the word, dominance, rule, control, authority, ascendancy. Um, <clears throat> so we see dominance really all around us. And, and dominance is one of those um, often cited aspects of the kind of the law of nature, right? The survival of the fittest. And uh, there's all of that that we kind of weave into this. So I don't think it's any coincidence that a lot of people um, look at the word or play with the word dominance, again, as something over something else. Um, So that was one of the, the pieces that, seem to connect these two words when they showed up in my world to play with for today's show. Um, that, that dominance is often interpreted as a power over, and dominion is also often interpreted as power over or authority over. And yet, if you look around nature, there are what we could say some obvious signs of dominance or what we could call dominance or rule or authority. Um, and that is that in many of the ways our our nature our beasts in nature um <clears throat> collect into their communities is um through it, it, there is a hierarchy there's a clear and established hierarchy and there is typically uh, a member of that group or that collection that has the the position of power that has the dominant role and yet do you see them like, taking advantage of that? <laughs> like, do you notice, you know, if they're, like, exercising their their authority in ways that are appropriate, or do you see them, like, abusing their authority? Um, it's interesting to me that something I noticed just throughout my whole life was that typically the humans were the ones who tended to, uh, if you want to call it, abuse their privilege of authority. <laughs> Um, But animals seem to be really clear. And they don't have an investment that uh, it has to change. There's just sort of these very, what we could call natural cycles and natural um, uh, phases of exploring and expressing dominance. And then also, uh, we we... humanoids, we two-legged, we have some very interesting ways that we play with dominance that uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it absolutely an abuse of our authority, um, but we we play some kink games. We play some sex games that involve dominance, that involve hierarchy and involve role play. And it's really fascinating in the world of kink, (laughs) which is not, we're not going to, that's not for this conversation, but it's a part of the conversation and in, in so much as the energy of that dominance and dominating is um it shows up in that way and what i what i can say that i have an appreciation for is that my own uh kind of research and exploration into the world of kink and dominance um is is really where I began to have an entirely new perspective that was it felt more like my organic perspective, um, with regard to dominion and dominance, and what it actually is to have dominance. So I think a lot of us can identify or relate to we see a lot of people striving to be dominant, to be in control, to have power that's not the same as really having authority. And the interesting piece that I find incredibly fascinating, because I I am one of the people who says I love irony, (laughs) and so I have great appreciation for what I see as irony with regard to dominance and authority and having it or not having it or trying to have it. It's really the way I see it is the people who have a sense of themselves they have authority in their life. The people who are struggling and acting out and trying to demonstrate authority or dominance, they're really not the ones who actually have a genuine authority of themselves. It's kind of like that trying way too hard. (laughs) And that just sort of sets you into like a, a downward spiral or an out of a crazy spiral it might not be downward necessarily but uh essentially it's it's a it's kind of like something that keeps people on a hamster wheel <laughs> um because if you're pursuing dominance if you're pursuing being the one who's in authority you're you're by the nature of that energy you can't ever get there do you, do you get that it's like you will be creating more pursuing rather than becoming the authority because authority is not something you take and it's not something that you can create authority is actually something that comes from your knowing and primarily what i notice is a common characteristic that i see in a lot of people uh, and it doesn't matter what type of animal they be um is that it's the knowing of who they are. Now, that's not about being able to make a list of their character traits, although they probably could. But that isn't really where I get that sense of the authority being for them. It's more about having that sense of I am as a part of their makeup and it could be you could put a you know fill in the blank behind that i am i am i am the executive chooser of my life i am the master creator of my life i am the designer of my destiny i am the creator of my life that's the energy that i perceive from the people who i meet and the creatures that i witness who actually have that genuine or that authentic sense of authority. It's just a part of who they be. And the other characteristic that I find consistently in place is they make no attempt to exercise that authority over anyone or anything else. Now, along with that, there's a very clear distinction that they are willing to be the energy required in whatever moment it is required. And that's a piece that I see gets really kind of uh, scattered when it comes to dominance. Because dominance is more than a physical power. It can certainly include physical strength, absolutely, and often does. And I see people who can dominate with nothing more than a look. Do you ever see that? Have you ever seen that? Have you witnessed that? That's an incredible thing to me. There's such a sense of this is who I am and this is I am here. So that presence and that willingness to be present that's like, I don't know, I could say maybe oh, 80% <laughs> of, of the thing. Like If you have that and if you're willing to have that, you can step into or choose into that energy and that space of dominance and you never have to demonstrate it. But if it's required, you can choose it. And the way you can choose it can be in whatever way it works for you. It doesn't have to mean confrontation. It doesn't have to show up in conflict. And so part of this thing with the dominance piece is it, it feels like it's just, we it's asking us to look at where are we approaching it from? Again, just like shifting from that ownership role to that partnership role with regard to dominion with dominance, what if we shifted from a, a need to prove it to a knowing that we are it? Oh my goodness, what could that change? I mean we can say that for a whole lot of things, shifting from the need to prove it to the willingness to know it, to know that we are it. We we get to have authority over our life and our choices. And if we're willing to actually have that, because that's not always the most comfortable place to be. Let me just, I will tell you that. <laughs> Only because, however, we don't really create a, um, we haven't really made it a part of our, oh, what do I call that, rites of passage to actually foster that in our in our young ones. So, yeah, it takes a little more doing to actually get to that as we reach those points in our life where we really it would be very appropriate to have that to have that knowing how it works for us so in both in, with both of these dom, uh, dominion and dominance where it really where this conversation really is asking us to to allow ourselves to go is to having a really different perspective of them and with them and be willing to express them in a really different way from a really different energy and uh for for me <clears throat> one of the things i love to one of the phrases i love to to use is that this is really about bringing more of of our consciousness to our experiencing of this planet Earth playground, this expression of us. And when we're willing to bring our consciousness to something, it simply allows us to be able to get to a different perspective. And that's not, um, that's not so that we can have a specific outcome or get to a specific Perspective. It's just the, it kind of loosens up the pieces so we can actually examine them for ourselves. For me, that's part of what consciousness does. When we when we talk about and I'm using air quotes consciousness, um, it's not a state. It's not a uh, a specific um, way of being. But it's really actually something that allows us to be. (laughs) That's the funny thing for me. Um, I've met people who I would call incredibly conscious and, and not because they behaved according to specific rules or etiquette, but more just like there was an openness to them. And they were willing to allow all of the pieces of their life to be flexible, to be in motion, to be movable pieces. And they were willing to have whatever was true for them in whatever moment. They didn't have a fixed sort of rigid perspective or set of rules that, that they expected their life to adhere to. And there was just such a peacefulness and a joyfulness and a, 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 a sustenance in, in their presence. It was, it's really quite fascinating for me. Um, I've also known some people who I would call, I would use the word, incredibly unconscious. <laughs> and uh, in many of those cases, it was, I would say, they were so invested in functioning from a set of rules that they never got to be who or what or how they they could be. Now, neither of those choices is a right or wrong choice. It's just what we get to play with here. And part of dominion and dominance Um, I think those are two of the really big doorways that we kind of go into or go through, and we use those doors to go into uh, expressions of us that actually are not authentic. So what is the authentic expression of your dominion? What is the authentic expression of your dominance? And are you willing to be the dominant choice maker in your life? Not over anyone or anything else, but in your life. Yeah? What if that shifted a whole lot? (laughs) So, something that I play with um, is being willing to, to shift and to dance and to receive the information from the universe. And so um, given that it's Earth Day and a big, big kind of theme that I'm really noticing this year, even more so than before, is um, that the point of what really is generative contribution with this planet we live on. How can we contribute to it? And and how can we actually receive from the planet in a way that adds to the choices, that, that actually is generative for, for us, for our bodies? Um, if we were to let go of our expectations, if we were to let go of our rules, if we were to let go of all of the philosophies that we've adopted and adapted about what this planet is and what's possible with it and how we have to tend to it Or that we have to save it. Um, What if we partnered with the planet? What if we acknowledge the consciousness of the planet? And perhaps a way for us to get to that space of possibility is to begin to acknowledge the gifts that we have, the capacities that we have, the way that we can partner with this planet, the way that we can be in relationship with this planet is huge for me in the way that I see the world now. And, and are we even willing to, to have that in the first place? Are we willing to have a relationship with the planet that is something besides, yeah, I'm the dominant species. I'm the top of the food chain. I own you. <laughs> yeah, well, the planet might be saying, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> what have you done with me lately? You know, besides just have your very interesting rule of ownership. So what I want to offer today, part of what POP to play with and share is um, you you might have heard me talk about a song that I have the absolute honor and privilege and pleasure of um, having brought into the world uh, a few years ago. And as we have come into this current event uh, all around the world, it has really been waving at me to share it even more. Uh, it For me and for a lot of my dear friends who have just been so kind to to be my cheerleaders and my support crew, um, it really speaks to a lot of what is going on now, a lot of what is um, up for a lot of us. And so my invitation and today's show's invitation, and of course it's a standing invitation, is to, as we talk about lining up with your essence and living it every day, what, what could we be willing to choose now? And so, um, I just uh, I would like to share that with you as part of the Earth Day celebration. And there is a link for you to be able to play more with the song "Global Embrace" if you want to do that. It's here on this podcast page. All you got to do is scroll down and click or tap whichever device you're on. Um, but for now, this is going to be our second break. Uh, let's just um, I'm just going to share this song with you again and um, invite you to really allow it to. Speak to the parts and pieces of you in the way that you're ready to hear it and what, um, what could that begin to create and what gift are you already that you have not yet acknowledged? What magic and miracle that you are um, could you now begin to acknowledge? So this is our second break. We're on Aligning Divine and I am honored and so grateful to share with you the song Global Embrace.
2: This world requires a global.
1: my goodness. (laughs) Oh, how you be my friend? Mm. Yes, the invitation stands. (laughs) And I am so incredibly grateful that Jay Adkins um, is the person that I was able to connect with and partner with and co-create with to actually bring Global Embrace out of my head and into the world. (laughs) So an enormous acknowledgement and shout out to Jay Adkins. And um, as I said, if if that song speaks to you, if that song uh, comforts you, supports you, inspires you in any way, one, I am honored, and two, I invite you to add that to your library. You can actually find it on SoundCloud, you can find it on YouTube, you can find it on any of the music apps. Uh, so if you have Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, <clears throat> Amazon Music, Apple Music, um, you can look it up, <clears throat> Global Embrace, and you can add it to your library that way. So if that can be uh or or might be uh, a resource that you can add to your tool chest to your toy box i i am absolutely thrilled and i also um just invite you to look at the point of evolution what if our evolution is actually not something that's complicated you know when we go to the essence of the word evolution it is an opening of what was rolled up an opening of what was rolled up. So, what has been contained or rolled up or folded up within the space of you, within the consciousness of you, somewhere, anywhere, in the entirety of your existence, that actually applies perfectly for right now, and that actually is a beautiful gift to our earth? What if it is exactly what the earth is requiring and desiring right now? And what if that is how we get to now enter this relationship of the privilege of dominion and the presence of dominance, being partners with our lives, with the being and the body that we are, with the planet that sustains us and sources us, and include our consciousness, bring more of our consciousness to the experiencing and the creating of our lives. And that is my invitation to you, beautiful friends, <sighs> for today, for Earth Day, as we celebrate this amazing, magical planet that we somehow are able to live on in this great big universe and all of the elements come together and balance in a way that we can stand up and walk around and breathe air and function, have brain capacity and function. And then beyond that, what else can we start choosing and playing with and co-creating? And that, that's where I want to play. So if you want to come join us in the group Global Embrace to Expansion, that link is also here on the podcast play page. That's a way to play more. And in the meantime, how many ways can you be tapping into having the joy of your essence lining up with it and living it every day until next week, my friends be the magic
0: and be the miracle and I'll see you next time. And I adore you. Thank you for listening to Aligning Divine radio show. Keisha Clark has more to share next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern standard time, 1 p.m. central. 12 p.m. Mountain and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. And for now, she is cheering you on to create an awesome week of lining up with your essence and.